Capital Market Insights from ICMA. Greetings and a warm welcome to the ICMA FinTech podcast, a series where we explore the technological innovation in and transformation of the international capital markets. I'm Oliver Tinkler, Head of Communications and Press for ICMA. As an international trade association, ICMA is involved with the intricate landscapes of primary, secondary, repo and collateral markets, and we understand the pivotal role of market electronification. Throughout this series, we'll bring you conversations with ICMA's fintech vendor members, the driving forces behind the innovation shaping our capital markets. Today, we are delighted to be joined by Sabine Farhat, Head of Securities Finance Product Management from Murex. Sabine, many thanks indeed for joining us today. Uh, for those kind of unaware of, of, of Murex, can you tell us a little about your, yourself and your company? Thank you, Oliver, for this opportunity. Uh, first, I would like to wish you a happy new year. Uh, as mentioned, uh, I'm Sabine Farhat. I've been working in Murex for the last uh, 17 years, of which eight I've spent on securities finance product management. Uh, Murex actually offer a single uh, product, which is MX.3. We've been on the market for the last 35 years, more than 35 years. And Murex actually provide an enterprise-wide cross-asset financial technology solution to capital markets players. So it's a cross-function platform that supports trading, treasury, risk, post-trade operations, and it enables clients to better meet regulatory requirements. So today we account for more than 60,000 daily users in more than 65 countries. Uh, and uh, we are designed and engineered to meet multi-faced uh, challenges of a transforming financial industry. So part of this uh, single uh, product, uh, an integrated business solution to holistically manage securities and cash exchanges uh, like in repo, while providing actors with STP tools to optimize their decision-making processes, have been enriched in the last four years to cope with the current market pressures on securities finance in the industry and the new solution on securities finance has been born. So this is more or less uh, where we stand today uh, within this single uh, integrated uh, big uh, family product into delivering functionalities on the repo. Thank you very much and, and, and nice to meet you and, thank, and happy new year too. Um, talking about the kind of core innovation, what is the core innovation or the unique feature that sets your fintech product apart? So as you might know, uh, securities finance has been uh, having a lot of business pressure and regulatory trends. Uh, those have been driving clients to optimize their balance sheet and apply greater scrutiny to their collateral and liquidity. So at the same time, securities finance is becoming a prime candidate for electronification, as you have mentioned in uh, the beginning of the podcast. And all of those are due to the standardization efforts uh, from regulators and from associations like ECMA. So consequently, our clients' uh, demands are mostly for centralization, automation, and digitalization of the securities finance business. And as a software vendor, so we have to listen to the voice of the market, to our client, and answering emerging uh, needs have becoming uh, mandatory. Uh, so we have uh, decided to 
uh, initiate and help our client uh, to chase the best financing strategy with the lowest cost uh, asset allocation by focusing on three axes of investment. So the first axis is a bit uh, organizational. So it has some organizational challenges, but it will help us uh, building and uh, selecting this lowest uh, asset. So it's the centralized available inventory. We've been talking about that for the last maybe 15 years, but today it's a fact. For the last couple of years, clients are really creating new desks or merging uh, desk within fixed income and equity or with treasury and with collateral. And for that, they need a software vendor to enable uh, the optimal selection of those assets and centralize the monitoring uh, of these assets. So uh, in addition, the centralization will allow for electronification of the process because everything is centralized, automation is possible. There is no need for double booking no need for bidirectional uh, reconciliation. So this was the first uh, access. It's giving the, the natural possibility from a single product to holistically centralize uh, the inventory, whether for cash exchanges or for securities exchanges. And the challenge in securities finance is we need to monitor both. The other aspect is uh, the wide product catalog. Why product catalog? It's mostly because of the pressure on return and the cost of funding. Uh, diversification of financing is becoming extremely important. We cannot just have like a standard repo now and say we are funding the full bank with only repos. We have style repo-like product, sec lending-like, whether synthetic, cash pools, or any different type of asset switch, uh, they will all fulfill the basic demand of funding or collateral acquiring. But at the end, the impact on PNL, the impact on uh, accounting, the regulatory cost is not the same. So having the possibility to enrich a wide catalog, we believe is a major enhancement of operating new securities finance desk. And this is where we have invested as well. So to, to move forward to the third and important axis is actually automation and electronification, uh, which is key to provide operational efficiency in this evolving market. So uh, as we all know, one of the major uh, complexity of the repo like and repo products is its operation. Like there is even a saying on the market, uh, repo is the most complex, simple product. And this complexity is actually because of its operations and the capacity to, uh, to communicate within many contributors in order to fulfill the need accurately and with the best allocation and best cost. And in that matter, when we are using a single system, the automation become possible and even optimal. Streamlining the, this capacity becomes a major enhancement. So those are the new uh, three axes we have worked on. And of course, we have leverage on existing possibilities within Murex that we are, are becoming trends on the market as well, which is, as, we, as I mentioned while describing the single product of Murex, we have again, a risk uh, module, 
So having the capacity while booking in a centralized manner and operating front to back uh, to collateral the operation of the products, we are capable on real time to monitor and to block risk breaches, to calculate what if analysis, stress testing, uh, credit exposures, look at eligibility profiles, not from an agreement perspective, but from an optimization as well perspective to how to select, especially with ESG today, with the digital assets that are incoming in our possibility of eligibility, it's become crucial to properly uh, represent this directly within the trading uh, platform and not just uh, collateral allocation. And of course, collateral allocation have put more pressure on that because even CSA today have gone into more than 15% allocation with collateral and with the volume of CSA, it makes it even bigger than, uh, than repo. So this is becoming crucial to monitor securities finance collateral uh, eligibility across agreement, not just for securities finance. The other aspect of uh, Murex was always data richness. Uh, the representation of the versioning of the trades and the data that comes with each ticket and each version has was historical, like we have been, as I mentioned, more than 35 years old on the market. But today it's paying its price because it means we have like the full data uh, that you can possibly have on each version of your trade. So the cost of reg reporting collection of data and adjustment of the data model is becoming quite low. And we are paving uh, the new era of uh, regulation thanks to this architecture that we have uh, within Murex. So all of this, of course, as I mentioned, have reduced the bi-directional interface. I will not go over it again. Uh, but I would believe that those three axes of direct innovation and leveraging on what Mirex already offered have put us at the heart of the need of what a comprehensive system for the current uh, market uh, is requiring. So our system is by design fitting to the new uh, market demand. <laughs> that, thank you very much for that. That's, that's, that's really informative. <laughs> You mentioned securities finance. Obviously, that's very much at the heart of your business. And I'm thinking about kind of 2024. We're recording this in in, in January. Now, looking looking ahead, uh, what are some of the market trends and drivers that will impact securities finance in 2024? Uh, so, like again, as I have mentioned uh, before, I think the major uh, change that we will face in current 2024-2025. Uh, is mostly organizational uh, because today how the organization is operating securities finance is becoming um, challenging to uh, be able to deliver uh, what the market is requiring. So uh, we're seeing securities finance under treasury while others they are split uh, repo and synthetic finance, uh, prime finance even separate agency lending and prime finance separate. So the market was always separating different aspects on how to exchange securities against cash. So recently the trend has started, so it's not like starting today, but it's like different depending on the uh, cost and the liquidity of the bank or the institution. 
so we'll probably see emerging a new central desk that they will be under markets or treasury or even centralized next uh, to them. It will encompass collateral management, uh, repo, uh, sec lending, agency lending, and uh, private finance. Or we'll see emerging uh, fixed income that will uh, take the repo desk that will take some mandates from the Delta One on uh, lending, taking collateral management back to the front from the operations team, etc. So this space of organizational shifts will become more and more visible in uh, this year. And it would require technology because like when you are saying centralization, it means you need to see who will pay the cost of this, what budget will be allocated to this, who will be the decision makers. Uh, on that platform and how to gain a return on investment. So uh, this will become something extremely important to think of. And with the current market uh, having, uh, that will talk the other challenges which are the regulation, will be the major driver for this organization change. So I'll, I'll touch base on that in the next in the next point where so operating separately securities within the institution will become a big burden on the bank and it will be a lack of gaining money at the end mm -hmm. so all of this why now why not 15 years ago when everybody was saying we are segregated etc it's definitely regulations nothing else regulation have put pressure because of the number like uh, and uh, SFTR actually paved the way on its possibility. So SFTR helped automated, uh, automating the market, more or less. Like uh, today, like you cannot operate a repo desk without having a minimum technology uh, and lending desk we have without having minimum technology. Otherwise you'll miss your reg uh, reporting. But it's not specifically SFTR, of course, that pushed into the centralization, even though on the collateral reuse, it started to think that securities are together. We need to understand them together. Otherwise, we will not have transparency. Shadow banking is there. But the, the real pressure is becoming from UMR, uh, mostly. UMR was even the last wave, have pushed clients to see how we can select where we could get this availability. We need collateral availability. Collateral availability, it doesn't mean that they are available on the market, it's they are locked and reachable. The other is a new Basel endgame that is more and more putting pressure on how we can get more securities. We need collateral. And with, with SEC putting uh, in force the new as well, or and the battle putting in force the new clearing, mandatory clearing in the US, this is definitely will be a big hoovering of uh, securities from the market that will more require us to put collateral uh, in this space. So when it comes to those regulations, putting pressure to collect collateral, adding the CSDR fines, the T plus one uh, fines that's coming on settlement means I need to really reach the security that is currently available. I, can, I will cannot allow myself to fail. I need proper SSI assignment. I, the number now, reason of failure, I cannot have, I need to monitor correctly my accounts 
cross tripartite agent, cross custodians. So all of those small details that uh, historically were possible to monitor multiple system, even for the trader today, they are they need to monitor it in the single system. The other aspect that is important is actually a diversification of assets, because when the, the first brick of being optimal is be able to monitor. Like if you cannot monitor, you cannot optimize. So you monitor and you optimize for, for instance, ECMS is incoming, like it's late, but it will come at certain point. So it will allow a new hub of liquidity if you have proper centralized collateral inventory so you uh, in the ecms system you will be able to collect some credit line some cash to fund uh, at i hope at a reasonable cost of course but it's important for that to be added and used correctly in the system from this side when you collect cash it will be an automatic cash allocation into your system automatic cash allocation meaning you need to reinvest it somewhere otherwise it lost money costless that costs you. So all of those trends regulation is putting pressure if you cannot monitor everything together and you have the possibility to reuse this cash, reuse whether the cash receiving from collateral from ECMS is through optimization of your inventory by posting securities instead of cash. All of this new cash and optimization of usage of collateral need to be invested in a diversified portfolio of financing tools. You need to have sponsored repo, cleared repo, uh, GC uh, repo, synthetic repo, lending borrowing, rebates, uh, cash pools, collateral swaps, GMRA, GMSA. So the, the number of trades for cash exchanges and securities exchange today are increasingly uh, higher. and sometimes transactions are not really transactions they are just in the mind of the trader so monitor them and managing their holistically is important so th this was actually my third point so the cost and return so we need to be able to have this return accurately and as you know today the the yield the, on funding is extremely high so having the possibility of diversifying the portfolio is extremely important. So the, the last point again today is risk. We have faced a lot of crisis. Primarily, they were in prime brokerage, in crypto, in NFT, etc. But it doesn't mean that it does not exist. They were small alarms of the importance of monitoring accurately our risk. And uh, 2008 crisis, even though we are secured funding, we are securities financed in a secured environment, uh, we don't have full uh, risk monitoring. So risk monitoring and stress testing on collateral inventories is becoming extremely important. And in addition to that, uh, calculating CVA, FVA, COLVA are becoming important for the risk department, but as well for the trader. So trader want to see as well the impact uh, on risk. So this is, I would say, what we believe new trends in a sense, either uh, discussion, historical discussion of cost allocation, organizational changes that have been discussed 
since ever, but now we are seeing clients implementing, changing uh, the management and organization or the cost, the pressure on cost, the pressure on return and the importance of risk uh, monitoring is the current trend, I would say, in 2024. Thank you very much for that. You you mentioned a number of challenges amid those market trends and so far as kind of regulation challenges, et cetera, et cetera. Looking over the medium term, maybe three, four, five years, how is your product positioned to evolve and help financial financial institutions face some of those challenges when it comes to securities finance? Uh, so from where I stand today, I think that we have got the the good vision on where securities finance is uh, heading and we will stick to our real uh, trademark, which is our rich catalog. This rich catalog, like a system where you can book, price, monitor, operate, optimize holistically front to back to risk to collateral is our DNA. And I would say today, th this will be as well the future. Like uh, everything will be evolving from uh, this point. Uh, we cannot, um, we will not be able in an artificial intelligence era not to have the data in a single system. And uh, or uh, for uh, in the future for digital, tokenized digital assets, everything around crypto, it will be important to, to have it in a single system with traditional assets to monitor the risk, to monitor the inventory uh, holistically again. So I would say our trademark is where we are going and we will stick to it and we'll continue on those integrated platform, rich product catalog pl platform. And technology is becoming, this is like interesting, I would say, because technology has provided automation scaling the capacity to collect, clean, transform, analyze data for knowledgeable decision, accurate pricing, known risk, compliance with the regulation. So those that like any software vendor uh, can uh, bring, like technology itself, fintech is becoming the trend of any financial institution. So today, financial institution needs to partner with technology provider again. So clients using technology for securities finance today can expand volumes, which would lead to reduced cost as well. It's uh, increased profit. So there is another way as well, not just diversification of uh, catalog. So this will be a major enabler of the market. And we're seeing with all the pressure, the market is doubling and tripling from year on year on volumes. So at certain point, we need to, to not to exist. We need to use this technology as an enablement uh, of the future. So again, we definitely uh, target to accompany our client to electronify uh, their securities finance ecosystem, to uh, go with the wave of technology while leveraging on the feature we provide that I have previously mentioned. Excellent. Thank you so much. I'm going to kind of like take a step back to the past now. I mean, thinking about the time when you started your involvement with Murex, you know, how did the market welcome your solution? And at that point, you know, did you face any any particular obstacles? So um, 
we have published a few years ago our refurbished lending solution that leveraged on our existing, previously existing repo and synthetics product solution. So actually, this was extremely well welcomed by clients. They wanted to continue investing and offering uh, and enrich uh, their positioning on when it comes to optimization, centralization of inventory, of course. And this convergence of securities finance and collateral have helped us uh, to, to move forward and to be well acknowledged by the market. Uh, however, I would say the only obstacle we were facing and we're still facing is, again, the organizational and technology uh, move uh, challenge. Because the market is uh, still at the bank, at least there is a lot of reviewing of the standardization. So like uh, between each time we were working with the clients, we needed 20 to 30 people in the same room to be able to even understand how they are specifically operating their securities finance business, even with SFTR and even with CDM, with all the effort association regulation are doing, the market is partially, I would say, standardized. And this is an obstacle in a sense we, we, we need to accompany our client in order to understand and optimize their processes. So it's a change management more than fully fledged. The fully fledged solution needs to be discussed to know which one to select. So this is one of the challenges. The other is organizational because I, the market is going to centralized uh, security finance. It's not there yet. So when they want to select a system, it's head of equity, head of markets, head of fixed income, head of treasury, head of securities finance, head of repo, and head of collateral management in the same room, head of IT, uh, sometimes head of operation because uh, securities finance is usually come along with back office securities. So you will have many decision makers that want to use the same system. So many decision makers, it's always longer discussions uh, to uh, decide on selection, but usually they are happy because like we are a system that can service all. However, it's a longer uh, discussion than maybe our uh, competition that only service one desk and uh, it's one decision maker and it could, can move forward. Cross underlying cross asset class and cross product is, is it is a enablement but a challenge at the same time so i would say it's more process change mindset change organizational change that have been uh, the obstacles uh, to to move forward but they are enablement for the future of where technology is heading mm -hmm. and how we will help our client have fast time to mark for instance Thank you very much. I mean, we've talked a, a, a lot now about the kind of the upcoming trends, you know, how, how products can can change in order to in order to meet those trends. Um, from your perspective, you know, what should securities finance firms be focusing on next? Uh, so like uh, for Europe, I would say the next phase will be ECMS. We need to correctly test, uh, help our client test and leverage on the new liquidity possibilities. In the US, definitely we have the T plus one uh, for Mexico and Canada, Canada because we are cross-region. So um, uh, I would say it's important that we accompany them to have the necessary impact because it's not just settlement. We need to know that we have in securities finance, we have synthetic as well, total return swaps. Uh, how do you want to cater for those T plus? Maybe some 
since it's OTC, it can you can customize it to remain on T plus two, even if the underlying is T plus one. What's the risk behind it? So it's not that straightforward uh, when it comes to securities finance, especially synthetics, uh, the T plus one. We have the SEC and the new, uh, we need to start uh, reviewing the collateral schedule to englobe digital assets and how we introduce them in the optimization engines of selection of uh, inventory. So all of those, just to name a few, the real focus again, so all institutions are struggling with the pace, uh, cost and predictability of injecting those innovation and standardization regulation in their production. Uh, so the industry itself is lagging a bit behind all of those. The, the most important example, the number of time each of those regulations have been postponed and changed. It's because of budgeting, capacity of testing, etc. So all of those means that today the market needs to start working on standardization and adopting technology. So like, because this is like we're seeing, we're not stopping there. Uh, regulation is moving forward, they, it will not stop there, it will continue, the market change at a faster space, faster pace, so we need absolutely to leverage on the technology to win the next era on securities finance and become as a technology adopter as the, the, the derivative space where they have 15 minutes uh, reporting. We are not there, but hopefully we will be able to be there. And me even if we have market stability, thanks to securities finance, everybody will be happy because usually we invest in securities finance to secure liquidity and secure banks. Uh, so it's important to, uh, to keep this in mind and use the systems and leverage on the system risk management while having in mind that we are doing secured financing. Uh, when using repos. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, there's no doubt from your responses to the question that securities finance is a, a really highly paced atmosphere and kind of experience over the next kind of over the coming years. So thank you very much for for spending the time kind of letting us know your, your, your thoughts on this. And thank you for joining me today on the podcast. If you'd like to learn any more about ICMA's work across fintech and digitalization, then please look at the episode description where we've included links to some useful resources. Again, thank you very much, Sabine, for joining us today and join us next time. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.